Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1365. The Fisher Random Chess Stock Market by Vitaly Kassanelson of ContrarianEdge.com. Thank you for tuning in today and every day. I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. This is the show where I read to you from the best personal finance blogs on the planet, with the author's permission, of course. And if you didn't know, we give away books on Instagram pretty much every Friday. So if you're not yet following us there, you can find us at OLD Podcast. We'd love to give you another reason to say TGIF today. But for now, let's get to today's post as we optimize your life. The Fisher Random Chess Stock Market by Vitaly Kassanelson of ContrarianEdge.com. I grew up in Russia where chess was a spectator sport. Chess is almost as old as the New Testament and has only gone through minor changes over its long history. Chess has the longest recorded history of any sport. You can study the first recorded game played in Valencia, Spain in 1475. The game, which was called Satches de Mor, which means the chess game of life by those who played and recorded it, comes to us in the form of a poem comprising 64 stanzas of nine lines each. Any player who takes chess seriously will carefully study every move in the tens of thousands of games played by grandmasters over the last 600 years of recorded chess history. Chess players study opening systems, the series of first moves, 5 to 15 in number, early in the game that lead to the middle game formation of pieces. They study opening systems to the point that the early part of the game requires very little thinking. It's quite mechanical. You execute openings that you've studied day and night and thoroughly memorized. As the game leaves its opening phase and goes into middle and then end game stages, raw thinking becomes more and more important. Enter Fisher Random Chess, which was popularized by the eccentric American world chess champion Bobby Fisher in 1996. It's the same as the traditional game, except that the first rank, the standard opening arrangement of kings, queens, bishops, knights, and rooks, is randomly reshuffled symmetrically for white and black every game. The second rank where the pawns open the game is untouched. The rules, objectives, and strategies are the same. You want to control the center, 
Your pieces need to protect each other. Your king has to be protected at all times. And the goal is the same, kill the other king. The beauty and the difficulty of Fisher Random is that memorization of the opening system is completely useless. There are 960 variations of starting positions for your army. This is why this game is also called Chess 960. You can't make the automatic move like pawn e2 to e4 because the piece behind it may not be a king but a rook. Studying the middle and end game still has tremendous value. There is a parallel between today's stock market and Fisher Random Chess. The last time we faced a global pandemic was in 1918, and this might as well have been in the BC era. Few of us were alive then, but even the history books are not that useful, as the structure of the US and global economy, the central bank system, the diversity and dynamism of society, and the state of technological progress are nothing like the world knew then. Most of the mental models we as investors rely on are based on an environment that no longer exists. The only common denominator between now and then is that humans have not really changed that much. It takes a few millennia to rewire our DNA and thus our fundamental behavior. I look at my thinking from a few months ago, which seems like it was a decade ago, and realize it was naive. In the initial shock of the pandemic, I didn't realize that I was using the playbook or opening moves for a traditional recession as we approached our investment decisions. We were playing the wrong game. We need to confront this environment on its own unique terms. We have never been here before. We have to be incredibly careful not to fall back on using old mental models. With every move we make, we have to re-examine our assumptions. Let me give you this example. As the economy reopens and we come back to work, a lot of people won't return to their offices. Many companies have already announced that they'll expand work from home. This means people will commute less and the demand for cars and gasoline may be very different. I visited Russia in 2008 for the first time since leaving it in 1991, and I discovered something interesting. When people talk, the distance they maintain between each other is much shorter than in the US. Americans keep at least two or three feet between them. Russians are comfortable with one foot. I, being Americanized at this point, found myself slightly uncomfortable being in such close proximity to friends I talked to, and I kept stepping back. It did not take me long to realize why social distance and conversation is different in Russia. Despite Russia's enormous size, public transportation is always packed. Elevators are tiny and apartments are cramped. This environment has shaped how people interact socially. Will this pandemic permanently reshape distancing requirements for us? Will two feet turn into four or six feet? Over the last few decades, the airlines trying to lower their costs increased the number of seats on planes and thus shrank the distance between passengers. Will they have to rewind the clock and make seating more spacious again? If they do, ticket prices will have to go up and may go up a lot since airlines operating costs will not decline. They will only go up. Higher ticket prices may reshape air travel. Flying may turn into a luxury item again. You'll have fewer planes flying. Businesses may substitute Zoom calls for travel. You'll need fewer planes and fewer hotel rooms. Thus, if you're in the business of making flying buses, otherwise known as planes, 
your industry might go from four to 5% forever growth. This was the expectation as people in emerging markets became wealthier and started traveling into a glacial decline. In 2008, despite the magnitude of the recession, we did not have to think about such fundamental shifts. I'm not sure whether the travel industry will change this profoundly, but there is not a zero probability that this scenario will be our reality, all because of a microbe we cannot see. As time passes and we enter into the middle game, we'll have a lot more clarity. We'll get more familiar with our position on the board with game pieces like vaccines and cures, and the old normal may more or less resume. But today we have to face the fact that we are playing Fisher Random Chess and must weigh our moves both carefully and creatively. As we look today at the global economy, the potential outcomes are very wide. We've taken a position of hoping for the best, but investing for the worst. And one more thing, I'm not a journalist or reporter, I'm an investor who thinks through writing. This and other investment articles are just my thinking at the point they were written. However, investment research is not static, it's fluid. New information comes our way and we continue to do research, which may lead us to tweak and modify assumptions and thus change our minds. We are long-term investors and often hold stocks for years, but as luck may or may not have it, by the time you read this article, we may have already sold the stock. I may or may not write about this company ever again. Think of this and other articles as learning and thinking frameworks, but they're not investment recommendations. The bottom line is this, if this article piques your interest in the company I've mentioned, great. This should be the beginning, not the end of your research. You just listened to the post titled, The Fisher Random Chess Stock Market by Vitaly Kassanelson of ContrarianEdge.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, 
affordable, reliable. Ah, I have been waiting for this day. I knew at some point I'd have to comment on the apocalypse we find ourselves in. But probably similar to you, I'm still wrapping my head around all this. So bear with me here. I thought Vitaly made a great point that we've never been in this exact position before. And it's possible we'll see some fundamental shifts in the way we live and interact as a result. This in turn may require us to make some adjustments to how we manage our money, and we may find ourselves revising our plans accordingly. But I'll offer you this. Hasn't this reality always been the case? The only thing certain in life is that everything is uncertain, and we are constantly challenged to make the best decisions with the information we have at the time. Using our past playbook to inform our future moves is just one of the tools in our toolbox when it comes to navigating our reality. We also have our creativity, our critical thinking skills, our intuition, and the safety net we've built for ourselves when times were slightly more certain. So when it comes to money, We're typically told to stay the course during uncertain economic times. And depending on where you're at financially, that might apply here as well. For the most part, that applies to me. I'm staying the course when it comes to maintaining my 60% savings rate, but I do find myself hoarding a bit more cash these days. Now I'm not touching what is already invested and I'm continuing to fully fund retirement vehicles. But when it comes to the after-tax contributions to my brokerage account, I've cut this in half and decided to pad my emergency fund a bit more. I've rationalized this by essentially giving myself the best of both worlds in this time of uncertainty. I'm still investing, but I'm also strengthening my cash position just in case I find myself out of work for a long period of time. This is my version of hoping for the best, but investing for the worst. And that will do it for today. Have a great day and start to your weekend. Thank you for listening and I'll be back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.